Okay, so we are in Gurus Hashem Perak Yud. So Lefikach Romus Yosef Dover Hamechira LeYakov Avuf Shelo Yeanish as Bonov Al Shemacharuhu Shehigzera Mina Shemaim. So you see clearly that Yosef is indicating to his father, you should know, it's not the brother's fault that this all happened, right? This happened because Hashem wanted that the, 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 the Jewish people should end up in Mitzrayim. So says the Maharal. So you see from this that it was not the result of Mechiras Yosef that this all happened, right? Because Yosef himself is saying that, that that's not the case. That's what it says in the Pasuk. Ule Aviv Shalach Kizos Asaracha Marim Nosim Mituv Mitzrayma Veeser Asonos Nosaos Bar Velechem Mazun Laviv Vagomer Umidixiv Le Aviv Shalach Kizos Vapurusho Keminian Hazet so the, the word kezos means like this, means like this number. Mashma demidagte kakasov aleminaza. So it means we want you should know it's, it's specifically ten. Why is it specifically ten, not not nine, not eleven? Have you lemichtav uleav shalach asarach hamurim? If it would just be that the pasuk just wants to tell us um, that he sent, it, yeah, that's how many it was. It happens to have been ten. That was a good number that he thought it would be lots of stuff. So then it shouldn't have said the word kizos. Shouldn't have uh, should have left that word out. Um, you wouldn't see that the, the Torah is showing you there was a hakpod on the ten. Lama Hutsrich Lemuchtav Kezos, what's the need to write this word? Elabo Lomar Ki. Hacheshbun Hazet Davka Shalach. He wanted, he was makved, it should be exactly like this. Ten. Vikasha. My Tam Lecheshbun Hazet. What is the reason they should be specifically ten donkeys? Rak Shehaya Mechavin Yosef Leharos Lavid, rather. Why did he send ten? To show his father, Shehashvatim Asher Mochru Oso, that the tribes, how many of the tribes sold him, right? Um, instead of them, Olohayu Lemichiroso Rakemoha Chamor, Shehunosa Masa Veeno Yodea Tachlis Masa Haze. A donkey is <coughs> schlepping something, he's carrying something. He doesn't know what he's carrying, he doesn't know why, just the master is doing something. So Yosef was saying to his father, the ten brothers that they took me down to Egypt, they were like a donkey doing his master's work, right? carrying his burden. So they carried me to Mitzrayim. Kachashvotim, hayupoilim hamachira. Hazos. They didn't know what they were doing. I mean, they thought they were doing it for some reason. But Hashem was really guiding it 
they should happen for a different reason. Right? They weren't even planning to sell him, right? They were initially, they thought they'd kill him, and they thought they'd leave him in the pit. And then they, oh, look at this um, caravan of Ishmaelites, right? Let's sell to them. So that was, obviously, Hashem kind of made it uh, happen that way, that they should see it, that they should tell you to come into their minds, because Hashem wanted to do something. How does, how does that mitigate their culpability? So, uh, um, Despite their best efforts, they did the least horrible thing to him. No, uh, Yosef uh, is, is saying that ultimately what happened was exactly what needed to happen. They were pawns. We're not talking about. Uh, we're not talking about. You have to always remember the difference between Hashem guiding the world mm-hmm. and what people will be responsible for in their judgment. That's a separate discussion. What Hashem is going to judge him. That's between him and Hashem. What, what is Yaakov trying to make? Not Yaakov. Yosef. Sorry, sorry, what is Yosef trying to? What? what Yosef is trying to say that you've been in pain all these years about what happened, right? Right. And, uh, let's just take a step back. Important. Uh, Gurari speaks this out. Why did they throw him into the pit with with uh, snakes and scorpions, uh, as per Ruvain's suggestion, as opposed to killing him? So the point is because to kill a person, people have bechira to kill someone, and the they could they could kill they could kill a person uh, sometimes even if this was really not, you know, the best way thing for things to go. But nature does not. So so with a tzaddik gamor, uh, animals would not right. But but the point is just I want to bring out that um, a person can have a free will. To do something to someone else, uh, that would be very sad. That would be, you know, that was not really "quote unquote" meant to happen, right? So Yaakov, in all these years, he was in pain. He was so sad because he thought that, like something happened that "quote unquote" shouldn't have happened. Now, obviously, Hashem's greater plan, everything is, um, you know, in one way or another, going to work out, right? But but Yosef is telling Yaakov that in this case, that's not the case. In this case. This was exactly what was meant to happen. But he thought he was torn up by a wild animal, right? Right. So, wouldn't that be like an achamatim that it was a, it was an animal that did it? It must be part of Hashem, part of His plan. Or either that, or he wasn't a tzaddik gamor. I mean, if he's not a tzaddik gamor, then then it's just a matter of then it's still. Right? Um, so, if he was a tzaddik gamor, then the animal wouldn't kill him. If he was a right. But if he was not a tzaddik gamor, then the animal could kill him. And it would still be very sad. Whereas the message that Yosef is sending Yaakov yeah. is, first of all, the brother sent me. Ah, you're going to say, oh, wow, that's so terrible. They're evil um, actions caused such negative repercussions in the world. It's not true. They they they, they were simply pawns in the hands of Hashem. We're saying that the nechama that Yosef is trying to make Yaakov have is not that. Hey, your sons sold me into slavery, or they wanted to sell me into slavery. He's, trying, he's, he's not trying to give him the comfort for that. He's trying to say that, no, 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 I know you've been stressed out over the last dozen years or so, several, several, several years or so, that maybe something happened to me that wasn't planned. 
that's what that's what Yosef thought Yaakov was distraught over. Yeah. Yaakov thought that he needs to have twelve sons who are all going to be tzaddikim in order to perfect the world. And once one of them died, then he thought that that's it. His whole um, process of fixing the world has been ruined. So he says that I'm going to send Binyamin, and if he if I lose him, then that's it. He said, well, I'm going to go to Gehenim. He says, Shola, right? He was very worried. So he's saying that if you know, this was all perfectly orchestrated by Hashem. We're running into the rest of history with the idea that Yaakov still understands that his children sold one of their brothers into slavery willingly. Well, that is what happened. Right, right? but he, he, gets, he, he knows that now and he's yeah, Yosef is not comfortable about that. Yosef is not lied to him. Yosef is not like, oh, it's like, okay. Right. And he's not, he's not really so upset about that. He's more upset about how this fits into the greater picture of things. Right. That's a problem. That was not well coordinated. I was kept on looking for you. And you weren't there. Just because I appreciate you out there. Right. Okay. Kiloha you. They were only doing that which Hashem decreed that they should do. He's just carrying the burden that his master put on him. And the donkey just acts. He doesn't even know what he is really doing, right? What he's accomplishing. So Hashem decreed that we should go to Egypt, and, and the sale of Yosef was the vehicle that accomplished that. They didn't realize that they were that they were the vehicle for helping the Jewish people go down to Egypt. Basically, Noah, um, if, a, if a person, let's say a person meant to do bad to you, but Baruch Hashem, instead of doing bad to you, actually, you know, he, he like, um, I don't know, he like, was trying to cut you with a knife and said so he cut and like he cut off like a little piece of your skin and actually turned out to be uh, cancerous and like you know, he, he ended up actually like doing really really good for you right, right. and like, he's sorry obviously he's very very sorry right but if he's very very sorry but he like cut off a finger right so then you're very very sorry but I'm still missing a finger it's much right. more painful than oh well actually that finger had cancer in it and Baruch Hashem that actually saved your life right much easier to just kind of be okay with the situation in such a in such a scenario, yeah. Yeah. So that's what's happening over here. Vafal Gav Shehem Hayumakhavnim Limkor also, like like Noah is pointing out, nonetheless, right? They did mean to do a bad thing, so so what's that uh, right? Uh, they were planning to sell him. Bishvil Sinoso because they hated him. Mikomokum Ikerha Pula Hazeh she yard Yaakov Limitraim 
but, but the primary force that was driving this action was the divine hand in order to cause Yaakov and his entire family to go down to Egypt. That doesn't mitigate the culpability, though, right? No. Right? Just tell you. But, but, it, but it mitigates the consequences of their... There's two different things. There's, there's your intent, and then there's the actually what you ended up doing, right? right? So even if you had bad intent, but you actually ended up doing something that was actually positive, then, then the punishment obviously will be very minimal. Right? Why? What do you mean? Despite, despite your best efforts, you, you didn't consummate your evil plan. Let's say a person wanted to kill someone, right. but he missed. <laughs> you didn't kill him. Right. So what, you, you can execute him? Uh, not down here, I don't think. But in, I would Hashem think should treat him the same way? Hashem should treat why wouldn't he? Yeah, Would the, yeah. the, the result of his actions was out of his hands. The result, but nonetheless, he, he, he didn't do it. He didn't do, it, he didn't do the bad thing. It's nothing to do with his. It's nothing to do with his effort. It's nothing to do with his. He really tried. You punished for that. That's it. Did, did he really try? You know, maybe there's but some opening that no, that had he really. That's part of it, right? Didn't we do this? Once I, I'm trying to remember if we if we learned this together or not. Oh, the Hashem is Shomer Ragle Chasidov. Yeah, we did this in the sixth paragraph. Okay, the Hashem protects the the feet of his of those that are. Uh, how do you translate Chasidov? Pious one, uh, yeah. Chasid is a pious one. Uh, yeah, I guess. That's Sadiq is a righteous, righteous. Okay, fine. Yeah, so the, of his pious, right? Which means, like with David right? Hashem made sure that he wouldn't actually end up doing an actual avera, because he doesn't actually do the, the the avera. The damage that he does in the world is a lot less, right? Much easier to do tshuva on, on those things. If a person, for example, a uh, person thought to do something, so it's easier to do tshuva on that. And if you actually did that bad thing, uh, now there's consequences in the actual world that, that, that you have to be repaired. More difficult to do tshuva on that. Right? But it's, it's because there was destruction that was caused by one's action. Right. So the repair process is going to be more. You, know, you have to understand something. People, people exist in different levels, right? Our soul exists in the world of Bria, our spirit exists in the world of Yitzira, and our bodies exist in the world of Asiya, right? So when we intend to do an action that's in thought, right? So we cause certain breakages in the world of Bria, right? We and even potentially in the world of Yisira, actually something happened. There's consequences that's in the world of Yisira, right? So now that all needs to be repaired. Yeah. Um, whereas if it was only in the world of thought, 
then it'll be easier to repair because it doesn't have all those. It didn't break the other worlds. Mm -hmm. but, uh, the, the, the reverse, or the opposite, is also true, which is if you try to, if you think about doing a good thing, right? You really, really try it, but you fail. Right? Do you get as much scar for that? Probably not, right? Hashem considers him kemaisa. Kemaisa is not is not the same as mice. But nonetheless, there, it is better. There is a, there is a difference. Why, um, why should that seem inequality exist between positivity and negativity? Has to do with the fact that people are essentially good. Okay, we'll talk about it. Uh, not for now. Okay, fine. So, lufikach. Is that where we are? Yeah. Shalach asarach amorim nosim. Mitov Mitzrayim, Ramaz ki al yedei hashvotim shehayu chamorim beinyan hamechira. They were donkeys in this matter, which means they are not cognizant of what they were doing. Shalso v'lo yodu ma also v'hayu nosim tov Mitzrayim, but really they were bringing the good that's going to come out of Egypt for us. Isn't that an incredible remez that Yosef sent? They were bearing the good of Egypt. They were bearing. Like we would. What? Like we would all. He would all that. Just the positive. There were positive. There was, there was positive things that Hashem wanted to come out from us going down to Egypt. Right? The Kiddush Hashem, like we discussed, the Kiddush Hashem that the whole world would hear from the from the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, right? From the Gvuras Hashem that was displayed, right? The um, purification of the soul of Klal Israel as a result of, of, of that Shibud, right? As well as, like Noah is pointing out, the Kalim that we took out of Mitzrayim. But not to focus only on those Kalim. The positive, all the positive that would come out from the all the positive that came out from the Shibud Mitzrayim, that's what these ten donkeys were burying the good of, of Egypt. So that's the Shvatim were burying, were burying the good that were to come out of, was to come out from Egypt. Shayu Minatslim Es Mitzrayim, they cleaned out Mitzrayim, Kediksiv, Vayinatslu Es Mitzrayim, they took out all the good from Egypt. Right. All the good of Egypt is for you guys, right? You, you're getting the good, getting all the good stuff. Who? Venus Nava, and this was a prophecy. Shasidim Laso So So, meaning. She'ein uh, dagim. So when when the pasuk says kitov eretz mitzrayim lachem that the good of Egypt, that, that just meant you can live in the good part of the land and you know take uh, enjoy its produce, etc. But really, that was an illusion. That was a that was a nevuah towards the future that we would take all the good out of Egypt, right? 
היו עשרה חמורים נוסעים מטוב מצרים ועשר אסונוס ונוסו תן פימייל דונקיז So there's ten male donkeys bearing the good, and there's ten female donkeys bearing the good, right? Whereas the Pasuk says again, ten male donkeys, they were bearing all the good of, e- the good of Egypt, and ten female donkeys, they were carrying um, grain and bread, right? Pirush od hayat, siba, Shemachras Yosef. There's another reason why Yosef was sent down to Egypt. That Yaakov and his entire family should have bread to eat during the days of famine. So we have, that's the other donkeys. The, again, donkey is an animal that's doing something without realizing it's doing it. It's just doing whatever its master loaded onto it. Right? And there were two purposes in this. One was all the good of Egypt, that means what we're ultimately going to take out. And one is to provide the family of Yaakov with food during the famine. So therefore, V'chein Amar V'ata lo'atem shalachtem osi heina. It's not you, the brothers, that you sent me to this place. Because Hashem sent me here to uh, be a life giver. Um, right? that, because there's these two years of famine already, and there's still another five to go, says Yosef. So it's necessary. This was a necessary thing. He's explaining why is it that it's the male donkeys that are carrying all the good of Egypt, which alludes to the future um, tikkunim repairs and, uh, and uh, uh, spiritual wealth that we're going to take out of Egypt. As the female donkeys that represent... Um, Bread and produce for um, for the family not to starve. Right? What's the difference between those two? So the answer is that the female donkeys um, have more to do with physicality. That's donkeys, anyway. Obviously, a physical creature, but still, there's a difference between the male and the female. So the female is he humris bavadai, right? Certainly, very physical. This is. If you want to Maimur uh, Mokum, look in the when the um, I think it's in Derachaim. The Maral discusses the difference between Avram Avinu and his donkey and Bilam and his donkey, right? So Avram Avinu's donkey was a male donkey, Bilam's donkey was a female donkey, um, which has more to do with the physicality. But I share Ramos Al Haparnosa. So therefore, when Hashem is talking, when when Yosef wants to allude. Two, parnosa, vemozen, food, shehu humri, ulechius esaguf, to give ulechayos, esaguf, to continue to give life to the body. So 
That's why he sent Shalach Eser also knows Nosos Seida Vilmozun Luderach. That's why they were bearing food. Shehakavono Bezeki Hamachira Gam Kain Haisa Meis Hashem Leparnes Es Yisrael Uvonu. That Hashem caused the sale of Yosef to happen to give food to the fa- to the family. Ki Hamachira Shal Yosef. The sale was for these two reasons. In the future, we're going to take out tremendous treasures. And he told us earlier the part of that was the Kiddush Hashem is going to happen with all the miracles Hashem is going to do and the creation of a nation is going to happen, right? Culminating in us taking the treasures out of Egypt. And Shaykhol. Tov uh, Mitzrayim. That's why it says all the good of Egypt, and also Siba Shenis Lefarnis Osam Kemo Shemavur Bekasim. That was also to stay in the family, like is explicit in the pasuk. Notice that the, what's explicit in the pasuk is that Yosef saying, "Listen, there was going to be a famine. Hashem wanted me to save the family." The deeper reason is not being revealed, it's being alluded to. That's how always the Torah operates. That's how life operates. The more revealed, the more physical, the more concrete things are spoken out explicitly, and the more spiritual, refined things are alluded to, hinted to. Obviously, you know, if you learn in Pshat, it's more just more concrete what's happening on the ground, and then as soon as you get into Remes and to drush, and things become much more spiritual, much more um, abstract and meaningful, etc. And then, you know, ultimately, in sold is where it goes the highest, right? Makes sense? So, Yosef also speaks like that. Is there a connection to Yosef's wife's name was Osnas? That she was. I don't remember how it's spelled. It's spelled Aleph Tuff. Mm-hmm. So. Uh-huh. Okay. So, uh, he's saying he's saying very similar to a female donkey. Ari's pointing out that Yosef's wife's name is written very similar to a female donkey, um, and perhaps there's a connection to it. Okay. If it's spelled that way, I'm sure it's discussed, but I, I have not seen anything about that. <laughs> okay. Let's um, see what we can do. What? Ubi midrash rabos. Bereshis Rabba, call Tuv Mitzrayim, Sheshalach Lo, Grisim Shalpul. He sent him um, beans uh, of um, of a stock. Nira, Shehapul, Tochnin Oso, Berechaim. So you take uh, the beans. You grind it with a millstone. Shell grossos. It explains here. Yeah. That's how it explains the word grossos. Mm-hmm. It breaks into little pieces. Okay. Shekasher. Oh, it's clear in the next in the, in the next words, right? Shekasher gorsin so that when you grind up 
this bean, the pool, the pill, pool, Berechheim, Osa Harbe Maod. So it becomes very, very many, meaning you take, I give you a hundred beans, when you grind them up, you got 10 million pieces. Exponential. What? Exponential. Exponential. Um, yeah, I guess explain whatever. Each piece breaks up into a thousand pieces, right? So is that, is that exponential? Depends on what the exponent is. <laughs> what? Depends on the exponent. What do you mean? It's just like multiplication, no? Yeah, but it depends on how many multiplications. Like two to the third is because there's two to the fifth, two to the tenth, and two to the hundredth. So it's, it's happening more than once, right? What? It's not happening more than once in the same bean. I guess it is. Yeah, it is, right? Because each bean gets cracked into probably five pieces, and then those five pieces, each one gets cracked into five more pieces. Could be okay. Anyway, Lekach Nikra Grisian. That's why they're called Grisian. Oh, that's interesting. I I never knew that, right? Because Gris, Gris usually means, means usually just an allusion to a bean. Usually it's just an allusion to a bean. But I guess the reason why the Grecium are called uh, Grecium is because they are ground up and broken into many little pieces, is what the Maral is saying. Okay? Shegorsin umashbirin also, that his fate is that he is ground and broken. Lechalakim harbe, into many little pieces. The kol od shemashbirin also, and, and, and the more that you that you smack it and smash it, nasa lechalakamarbe, then it becomes more and more numerous. The frogs. What? The frogs. Like the frogs. That's right. right. Um, I'm alluding to the midrash that uh, that uh, he, there was one frog that came out and and they hit it and right. uh, many frogs came out of that. Yes. You seem suspicious. I, I, I don't remember the I thought uh, it's the point is that they would hit it it would break into pieces and they would hit it again and break into more pieces right. or the point is they would just hit it, they just hit it once and a bunch of frogs came spewing out of it doubled per hit right. per hit okay fine that's how the children's books describe it for sure what that's how the children's books describe it for sure when we hit each frog became two two yeah. okay <laughs> so then yeah that would be similar to that but I mean, it's, it's like, like it's, it's like is this hinting to that? Maybe he's, he's evidently he's caring. No, he's no. About no, 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 no. <laughs> Again, it might be the same concept, but uh, that's, he's not alluding to that right now. Uh, he he's alluding to the Jewish people, right? Hamashberis as Gufam, right? We were being afflicted, we were being crushed in Egypt, right? So seemingly that's very, very tough on a person. But the truth is it was causing us to multiply at a great pace, right? Al Hayu Parim Varavim. Like we know we're gonna discuss this later on, right? But that the more they would afflict us, the more we'd be we we would be uh, we, we would multiply, and the Maral will explain why that should be later on. Uh, I don't know if he's going to go into that right now. He's explain why. Yeah, it doesn't seem to make intuitive sense. 
like the Pesach says, Kasher Ya'anu Osol, to the extent that they afflicted them, Cain Yarbe, so to that extent, he will, he means the Jewish people, will be increased. V'chein Yifros, and so too he will, um, um, I don't know, break out, or whatever it is. V'kolze Hayu Gormim Hashvatim, Bleed, yeah, so so, so uh, that's why uh, that the, the good. Oh, so here we are. Remember, we spoke about. Uh, so I, I, um, Maral told us that Yosef alluded to Yaakov Avinu um, that what the Shvatim did to him, the ten Shvatim, by taking him down to Egypt, was really a plan from Hashem. Plan for Hashem to do what? To bring out all the good of Egypt, called Tuv Mitzrayim, right? So Poshup Sharet meant what? So Noah right away, Noah is a businessman, right? He's just, he wants the he wants the golden silver vessels, right? Right. As we've spoken about before, I believe those also are primarily a spiritual it was a spiritual gain, not a, not not exclusively a physical gain. I think we've spoken about it. No, but we'll talk about it. Sheb. Later on, but um, so I, and I pointed out that well, one second, let's not forget. Maral told us already a number of times that the reason for the Shibud Mitzrayim was what? Why did Hashem want it to happen? Well, so he said two things: the Kiddush Hashem that's going to happen as a result of uh, Hashem displaying His might and power in the world that He can take a nation from inside of a nation, etc., etc. That's one, and the other one was. That is going to create the Jewish people as a nation. It was, it was a kurshal barzel, right? It was a it was a crucible that purified the gold and and helped to create to to make us who we are, right? So where is that alluded to in the midrash? Midrash says, what does it mean? Kol tuv mitzrayim. It means the beans, the grind, the ground beans. He sent him, right? Why to allude to the fact that by that by me going down to Egypt, ultimately what that's going to do is it's going to help to create 600,000, a nation of 600,000 men. Right? That's what Egypt is going to do. So here we see that, that other purpose being alluded to by Yosef. hayu. Uh, Gormim hashvotim bleed yosem that all this they cause without awareness. Lekach yikra'u kemoch hachamorim that's why they alluded to like a donkey shenosim davar veinim yudim davar they carry but they don't know what they carry. Kach asar hashvotim hayu poilim v'lo hayu yudim ma hayu poilim. V'afal gav de mefarish sham sheshalach lo grishin shall pull Shehain Al Akas Nefesh. Oh, one second. We have a problem. The Maral says that the Midrash there explains that yeah, that Yosef sent to Yaakov specifically beans. Why? Because they are mortar food. They 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 are food of consolation. They're food, they were meant to help Yaakov. Um. You know, feel better about all the suffering that he had had. Right? That's what these beans are. 
right? So he says, no, we, I know that that's what you're thinking. You're thinking I'm saying a chasul shavort in the in the in the midrash, right? I'm not telling you the real pshat. That's not true. I am. T- I'm telling you the amkus of of the, of the midrash. Why? Rotolomar, sheikar haya kol yomov b'tzara. Sorry, Yaakov. Sheyakov haya kol yomov b'tzara. Yaakov has been suffering all these years because of what's been happening. The Grecian shall pull tovimos, and the Grecian of pool they heal that. They make they 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 make a person feel better from a person who's been really. Um, Suffering and, and really sad, right? So if you give him these ground-up beans, it makes a person feel better. You didn't know that? I did not know that till today. Oh. Okay. Certainly this is going to have a nigla revealed and a nister and a hidden component. On a nigla level, that's simple. This food seems to have a characteristic that if a person is really saddened and you give him some ground-up beans, it'll make him feel a little bit better. Maybe nowadays they'll discover that there's some sort of a chemical in there, GMO or something, or, right, whatever it is. Right, some, what is it called? GMS. I have a connection to chickpeas, but I shall not know. Or is that a different... It could be. I don't, I, I don't know. It's the actual bean now. What? What's his actual? I don't know. It's a good question. Check these beans. Carbonate beans. Yeah. yeah. I saw that. That's yeah. Aggressive. Right. The truth is very interesting. I was just thinking about that because we had it. We had a, a double shalom zakhar this past shabbos. So, yeah. Okay. Um, good point. So, perhaps. But then there's also a nister to it. Right? The nister remes lo becheshbon hachamurim. That he alluded to in the number of donkeys. So he's saying, I'm not just sending you some beans. I'm, I'm sending, I'm showing you that there's a consolation to be had in the fact that the Shvatim sold me into Mitzrayim, right? And what he's saying is that what? That in that there was this grinding effect, which, which the, the grinding effect of the suffering and the difficulties will actually create an entire nation. So that's the, that's the amkus of it. Uh, in fact, perhaps... Um, that's why the physical characteristic of these beans is to console, because why the person needs consolation from having been pounded, right? Person gets pounded, they feel really bad. When you give them the beans, they feel better. Why? Because the beans, when they get pounded, what happens to them? They multiply. They multiply, right? So too, when a person gets pounded, like Kalsa were pounded in Mitzrayim, so they increase. The person grows from it, the person increases from it. Right? That's why it has a consoling effect. It's, it's not the Garbanzo being done, it's the Chumos that would be. You know what I'm saying? The, the pole, creature pole, had to have been some kind of porridge. It wasn't whole beans. It was ground, because it was already ground right, up. Right, that, that's, that's the word. Maybe you have to give it to him as a bean. He has to crush it. I don't know. Anyway, these are all. Well, let's let's uh, keep it abstract for now. If you want practical halakha lamaisa um, about these things, um, speak to uh, your local kabbalist. Okay, but don't pay him any money. Don't give him any money.
you just saw uh, Rabbi Hill, I just saw the Rabbi Hill's Safer Haifa Folly. Right. 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 Referring to yes. Right? Correct. Yes. <laughs> what? Do you have any money? There are some people that that exploit. Um, but you read the book. There are some people that, you know, like they tell you that they're going to do some kabbalistic things, they'll take care of things for you, etc. That's great. For, for a small price. Well, how are they not kabbalist? What? Well, how are they not kabbalist? Right. Okay. It's in front of so. Okay. So uh, where, where are we? Okay, so let's um, okay, we'll, we'll, we actually have to stop here, um, but we're almost done with Eric Yud Shkoyach, guys. So yeah. the female donkeys are for the, for the Seda Ladera, and the male donkeys are for the Skoltu. Yeah. What's the, there's still a little bit of, 